Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie hi my name is heather graham and i'm playing dorothy tyson in the movie the last rampage Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison, and uh, it's a very dark story, and Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Hear ye, hear ye! 
call this Harmontown to order. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Fantastic. Welcome to the Nerdist Theater in downtown Hollywood, California. Thank you, loyal Harmenians, for being here at the Nerd Melt Nerdist Theater. And thank you, listening in podcast land. Ladies and gentlemen, last week we tabled the issue of child abuse and peeing in your pants. Tonight's topic, we tend to discuss technology. Please put your hands together for the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. Thank you. You're very kind. You're good people. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm in a very good mood tonight. Why is that? Uh, I'm writing two TV pilots for uh, networks that were kicking my ass in the ratings when I was at NBC. It was, it's very satisfying. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I, uh, like, uh, you know, it's just like I, for three years, I was told you get higher ratings, you know, and I, and I figured out how. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I know exactly how I'm going to do it. I just, I'm going to go to the networks that have higher ratings. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it's this, it's, I feel good about my decision. And, uh, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm just in a, I'm in a smirky, smug, self-satisfied third act of a rom-com kind of mood. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of a montage where there's like, uh, dissolving charts that are going up and Casey Kasem's mentioning me and, uh, you know, Sigourney Weaver's seeing my ad on TV and, and changing her mind about my, uh, wacky ways. Uh, things are moving up for old man Ghostbuster. That's, that's the reference I was making. You 25-year-old fucks! Sorry, I, that's, that's a trademark of the show. I get angry at you for being young. Uh, but I'm not in a get-off-my-lawn mood. I'm in a get-on-my-lawn get mood. Get, get on my lawn, you fuckers. Let's, let's party down like we're at a Yanni concert. Uh, there was a guy named Yanni. You, you young fucks. You are, uh, you are in a get-off-my-lawn mood. No, nah, I'm Deep not. Deep down, you are. Nah, nah. I love you, kids. <laughs> I, I, I love you so much, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a pilot for CBS. That's how much I love you. Do you <laughs> that's a, I, that's a weird reaction. CBS! Now, if I were you guys, I, I, wouldn't have to, I see the, the, the tweeters that are coming back at me in the comment sections under the press releases are like... Uh, well, that sucks, because it's, uh, it's like, oh, he's selling out. Yeah, maybe. I might. <laughs> For like six months, I might give that a taste. <laughs> I might kick back in a hammock a little bit and uh, get out of Hanna-Barbera remote-controlled lawnmower. <laughs> sip out of a coconut. Uh, I was uh, I was told not to work so hard for three years. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that theory to the test. See what kind of TV that generates. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? For no, sir. No. <laughs> no. My idea is to uh, write mainstream television. I mean, I, 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 at some point though, you're going to have to. Nope. No. Nope. No. Because if I said if I if my first meeting at one of these places, if I say I have this idea, ah, these these firefighters. And, uh, you know, they're kind of an unlikely family, but, you know, when you join the fire department, like, you're forced to work with other people. Maybe you don't like them so much. Sounds uh, like you do have an idea. <laughs> no, I'm saying if I said this, if this was my idea, uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the first thing they're going to say is, I love it. And the second thing they're going to say is, could the firefighters be police? <laughs> And if I'm really, like, jazzed about the firefighter idea, then I'm going to go, I don't 
yeah, I think I should be fine. And they're gonna go, hmm, difficult. But if I don't care, then I'm gonna say, yes, they should be police. You have, you're, you're brilliant. They should be police. They only want one thing. They want you to do a good job executing the show. The idea is not like, no, I would be, I would be doing a disservice to television, sir, if I had an idea already before I even sit down with these people about what these shows are going to be about. They're going to be about pickle farmers. They're going to, oh, well, I changed my mind. They're going to be about rollerbladers. No, no, you know what? Fuck rollerbladers. They're going to be about human spiders. <laughs> Unless that's not what they want. I want I want to see the human spider show. It's weird because they're uh, human, but uh, they're spiders. Uh, there's going to be some uh, very very funny situations that arise from that. You should call it uh, Spider Man. No, all right. I like it. Spider Human. Yeah, Joel. Cheers wasn't an idea. That's a that's a bar. <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, do you, do you have your... Do you, is it a taxi stand? Is it why, a bar? Is why it a... not let them handle that? Why is that the hard... Why not let them say, you know what's hot these days? Slinkies. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Slinkies with two E's and a Z. That sounds like a good idea. Now, I'm making it sound like I'm going to write something dumb. That's not the point. The point is I'm going to go... I'm going to hoist my sails to the wind that's there. Unfortunately, I furnished uh, the uh, rumor mill with a lot of uh, rumors about what a shitty boss I was. I, 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 I don't... I don't no one, I haven't seen any official like accounts of how bad I was at Do my job. Do you think that you were a shitty boss, though, like by, by your own standards? Well, no, not by my own standards, but the problem is it's an elitist industry, so certainly by the standards of the poor fucker that has to haul cable down on the set, who, who's, who, who would have to haul it, you know, who, like his job is harder the more, I, the more time I take with a script or something like that. So yeah, by his standards, by, by anybody's standards who's like, who would prefer the schedule work better, you know, yeah, I'm a shitty boss because the because I took my tel my, my work too seriously. And do you think that you can uh, easily slip from single camera half hour into multi camera? No sweat, buddy. <laughs> Here's the thing: more cameras. <laughs> it's like a, it's like if in baseball you could you could have two bats in your hands. Yeah, but, that's, but that's more cable for more sorry fuckers. Yeah, but they're gonna get home by five, N word. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, because you're gonna you know it's, you're, you're putting on a little play every week. You're Look, gonna, you can't just say n word with you know and think that you're not that the people don't, don't know, know what that you're I saying. mean. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know what you just called me. Yeah, but the point the point of the n word is not the actual the word isn't like abracadabra that actually casts a magic spell. <laughs> Can you feel all the eyes burning the back of your head? Uh, our ambassador, uh, African American, in the yeah, front the, row. The, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the only two black people in the building are seated in the front row right now. I mean, you're so lucky you sat in the front row because if you were in the back, you were like turning, turning. Uh, you can say, uh, but but anyway, so, no, I, 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 I'm 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 right on this one. I I, I don't as a, like you say the word N word, you mean two things. You know what I mean culturally, but also if I'm saying it instead of actually saying it, what it means is I respect the idea that it's a the that the word is an insult. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because the word... Don't ask me, ask him. The word isn't... Well, I'm not going to ask... I'm also... He's not... He doesn't get to answer for the whole race. That's racism. <laughs> he, fuck him. Or or I love you. I don't know. It, it depends on you. Your individual performance as a human being. Uh, that's non-racism is when we don't know from... Like, like, we don't think that he's talking... That he's not the Borg. Um... <laughs> 
the 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 but I like I I the the problem is the intent behind the word language doesn't the English language is a bunch of sounds that we make. Do you know? Like I went to Montreal. There's a bunch of stores there called Couchtard. To them, it means, I don't know, big savings or something. I don't know. My sister's retarded. She wouldn't like it. Well, she wouldn't know, but... But couche tart is offensive over here for, to both tards and couches. What's a couche? I don't... Well, it's a, you know, it's what your Scottish friend would call a wizard. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we just found out... Uh, we have a Scottish friend. We just found out that uh, a, uh, a slang term for vagina is wizard sleeve. Wizard sleeve. I thought she said wizard. I was like, that's the first great word for a vagina. Like, a first... Like, that's so respectful. <laughs> Like, like, like this, this oracle of like, like, like you're going to it for instruction and enchantment. But, but, it, but, to, but never... to me, to me, like I'm, I, I mean, men are visual thinkers. It conjures up a wizened old dude with a, with a beard uh, and a robe uh, that, and a that makes you a hero. I, I like that tells you when you're doing it right, and when you're doing it wrong. That I, has all the power. I, I, I'm calling pussies wizards from now on. <laughs> I, I, I think that's fucking beautiful. I, I, I sleeve is gross. Like, like that. Uh, envelope, wallet, uh, any object, like a, a, a sheath. Uh, you know, obviously what you're saying is it's an object, and that's no good. I, I, we stumbled onto it on accident. Call it a wizard. And, and if it's really fucking nice and you really love the woman, call it Merlin. Uh, so, man, I was with Tabitha last night. She's got a fucking straight-up Merlin, bro. Man, but I was out with... Uh, I was out with uh, Tabitha, and... Uh... <laughs> She's got a Voldemort, man. Uh, right? Yeah. I don't know, is, that, is, that a, is that a wizard? I don't know. Yeah, but I think a good one, isn't it? I don't know. Is, is that, Voldemort good or bad? Evil? He's bad? Okay. A, okay. Guy, a guy went like this. He gave a thumbs down. <laughs> I, 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 if this was being shot like a multi-camera thing, like with the audience, like if it was ooh, like, who's lying? They, they would use you. They would cut. You would be on TV because you gave a thumbs down. He said, it's bad. Voldemort's bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the editors would be like, oh, I like him. I like him. <laughs> See, I, I thought he was giving me the thumbs down because that was not a funny enough reference. No, no, no. He's just fucking immersed. He's like, oh no, Voldemort's bad. Uh, the, the price is right. Uh, is there a funnier bad wizard than Voldemort? I mean, it has to be. Well, who, who else is a bad wizard? Zoran is good. Zoran. 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 Zoran, the gay wizard. <laughs> the gay wand. Anyways, I think that's beautiful. The wizard. The wizard. Oh, no, baby, I'm going to fucking I just... go to town on your wizard tonight. <laughs> I want to have sex more than I did before I... I, I want to talk about the wizard. I want to see your wizard. I want to go to your wizard for... for I want to become a hero. <laughs> anyway, so... I don't know if it's worth getting back to the N-word root of that tangent, but... Oh, it's worth it. Eng the English language, like any language, is just a bunch of sounds we make to make ourselves clear. The intent behind the words we use, uh, and it's a beautiful thing that we're able to discern intent from language. That's the miracle. It's the intent that, that, uh, that, that you want to police. You want to know whether or not someone is actually racist, not whether they said a combination of words that's technically racist. When you fall 
into that game, guess who's really good at it? A bunch of fucking lying, shitty, racist fuckers. That's who's really good at it. Like, look how like like like, like look how many like as soon as they caught on to the idea that we were figuring out that bad people are racist, like all uh, genuinely racist, shitty, evil people do is they like they they just like put Condoleezza Rice next to them and they go like this makes me a good person, right? According to your definition, don't give them that power by like being hung up on technicalities. The idea of non-racism is that the race doesn't matter. Period. Doesn't matter. Uh, I, I was a dumb tangent. I was, now I've turned into Lenny Bruce. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyways, I, I like to. I, I say N word. You know what I mean. Dan and I. Uh... We, we, we don't do it as much as we used to, but uh, lots of times at parties, uh, be it at Dan's or my place or oh, someone yeah. else's place, we would start freestyle rapping. You know, like, you know, some white dudes just freestyle rapping. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do improv, so we kind of fancy ourselves, you know, good to varying degrees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's hard to do freestyle rap without you. You don't say N-word then. You you use the N-word. Yeah, but, 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 you, but you, I mean. You, and that's always when Demorge would walk yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. You, you use the N-word like, 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 like people put, like, pepper on their salad. Like, it's a. Uh, I fucking it's, love it. And rap, <laughs> uh, that word is fucking delicious. Uh, it's like fucking licorice. <laughs> Uh, what kind of licorice? <laughs> uh, N-wordish licorice. Uh-huh. If I was able to say it, that'd be a fucking awesome rhyme. We read some party. Uh, we're all going around in a circle. We're like, okay, it's this uh, it's a song about bacon bits. Bacon bits. Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah, so yo, bacon it's salty and brown, and you go ahead and want it around, put it on your salad, and a N-word makes it, I don't know. It's just fun, it's fucking, it's a go-to, it's like, like, like uh... But hysterically... It's like popping the, uh, the, uh, plastic bubbles in the packing. <laughs> if you're freestyling, you, I mean, for better or for worse... Yeah, but our friend Demorge would walk by right when you had said uh, it, like, oh, Always, boy, Demorge yeah. always knew right when I was gonna say the N-word. Well, cause you, cause you were rapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check that out but then and, again, that, and that's what he sounds like I'm not being racist he has a deeper voice than me a very masculine uh, how about every time a Johnny Cash song comes on uh, like if you know if... well that's just dicks and balls like, <laughs> like, like I would I, I would offend gay people if uh, way more than before I offended black people if they could hear what I do what I do in the car yeah, or maybe not I don't know every, maybe I because I don't yeah, it's almost like, like, like any, any Johnny Cash song. I put a hundred wieners in my mouth. I put my dick in the north and in the south. I put my balls and anus in my dick. I suck the balls. I lick the dick. It doesn't... It doesn't... It's so fun. I want to record an album. They love it. They love it. I put wieners in my balls and in my nuts. I put my dick in my anus as a butt. It's just it, it, like the the fact that nuts rhymes with butts. By the way, is a fucking godsend. That's amazing. Money in the bank. The only thing that rhymes with mouth is south. You're fucked. As soon as you say mouth, like Jeff starts rolling his eyes. Like I guess something's gonna be south next. But fucking nuts and butts. Like candies and nuts. Like it's a, that's that's fucking great for Johnny Cash. Riffin. I'm telling you, listen to any Johnny Cash song and like just start tapping your foot and like just just fucking go for it. You don't have to be clever. Just talk about. <laughs> I hear the train. Oh, oh, sorry. Right, let's start again. Let's start again. Okay, okay. Sorry. I didn't, I'm, I'm not as familiar with this one, but it'll probably work. Yeah. 
I'll start you off. I see your wiener coming. It's coming in my mouth. I've sucked in every direction from the north to the south. Then I put your balls inside me and shoved them in my butt. I got sent to Folsom Prison for licking dicks and nuts. <laughs> yeah. You take this one. Come on. Oh, we'll, Come on, Jeff. We'll go back and forth. Right. This is, this is, forget when he starts. <laughs> I put my dick inside my mama's ear. I put my shoe inside her if she's queer. And if she's there, I say, come over here. Because she's gay. I fuck her ear. Everybody! See, that came off as homophobic if you're gay and you're in the audience. No, it came out as anti-grandma. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's, yeah, try to avoid it. I want to record an album called Getting It Out of My System. <laughs> because you should see my girlfriend's eyes roll. It's like, Jesus Christ, when are you going to get tired of that? I don't know, man. Dicks and balls and nuts and butts. And that's, it's, it never, I can't, I can't. Hey guys, it's Spencer. I'm here to issue a formal apology and talk to you about me undies. You see, recently we were in Oklahoma for a show and at the end of the show Dan took all his clothes off ran around like a fool trying to get attention it was a lot of fun everyone loved it they loved it so much I was jealous I wanted to get some attention for myself I took off all my clothes ran around too but I crashed into a table spilled my drinks all over myself and uh, I just want to tell you that you don't have to have all your underwear disintegrate off of you like I did you can use MeUndies and elevate your underwear game to the next level what is MeUndies? Oh, just some seriously soft, feel-good undies delivered right to your door that won't disintegrate when you crash into a table of drinks. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton and three times less disintegratable. MeUndies softer-than-soft luxe undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style, even if your style is crashing into beverages or just swimming in your own pants. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And you save a lot of money by not getting arrested for public indecency. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, and get 20% off your first pair. So go ahead, flood-proof your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. That's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown can't stop. You and I were talking about, like, do you, uh, you don't like being alone, and do you talk to yourself, and you say you kind of mutter to yourself. Like, when I'm alone at home, I don't know if anyone, if I share this with any of you out there, I'm, I, I live alone, I haven't had a girlfriend in a thousand years, I've, I've, I'm a bachelor, I'm always either nude or in my underwear, and I'm singing. I'm, I'm rapping, I'm singing, I'm dancing, and it's so stupid, and I play a game with myself. Can I embarrass myself? Can I do... Can I get up to go make a sandwich from my couch and do a dance that even I go, dude, come on. And I can. It's, it's, it is possible to embarrass myself. And as I told you last week, I can't do it, so that's why I have a girlfriend. Like, I, I keep her around because I... I just, you reminded me, I, I pulled this up. I went to see Jesus Christ Superstar with Aaron in New York, and uh, I, uh, there's a song in there that's like... Well, 
should you want to know? Don't you know about the future? That, that, that's how I got, I, I, I got so, it was so locked in my head. Jesus Christ Superstar is filled with these infectiously like catchy earworm songs and you can't stop. If you, if, if you've never seen it, like you, I swear it's the most obnoxious thing. It's the first time you watch Jesus Christ Superstar for the next three weeks, your friends are going to hate you unless they're, unless they're on the same mushroom and doing it with you. You're just going to be like humming these songs and all that stuff. And I, I, I got reinitiated into it and I wrote this down. This is how pathetic I am. Cause I, cause I was like, I'm really onto something here. Why put wieners in your butt? Don't you know your butt's for pooping? You got to keep the dicks outside. If you use your butt for wieners, you're gonna make it get too wide. I, I have one that I created on the, on, on the, on the tour bus. Uh, oh, this is, a, yeah, I know this one. To Lionel uh, Richie. Uh, stuck in you. <laughs> I got my penis so deep in your hole, now my dick's in your shoe. <laughs> That's a long, long way. <laughs> yeah. That is a long way. <laughs> Lionel's right. Alternate timeline Lionel Richie is right about that. That's a long way when your dick's in the shoe. I thought you were going to do the Pringles uh, the Pringles thing. No, we've done Pringles dick before. Yeah, but just come on. Well, well, for well, for okay. the nation. Okay, well, for those of you... Has anyone heard the Pringles dick song here before? Uh, Only a couple. Good. Yeah, come on. These are uh, all new people. On the tour bus, I don't know if you guys have ever been on the road, with, uh, you know, like a t- t- taking a road trip. Uh, I've traveled around with some uh, comedians and we do a thing and... For some reason, our tour manager is, insists on Pringles. I, I don't know that any of us truly loves Pringles, but they're they're there. They're ubiquitous, and uh, and I picked up a tin of Pringles, and I you know the, the, the full tennis ball size canister of Pringles, and I, I held it to my dick. And do you want to sing it with me, or should I? No, you you do it. Yeah. Come on, take take your fucking. All right, so as I'm sitting with a Pringles dick in my lap, like it's a big heart <laughs> on it. Some people call me Pringles dick, but I never really found out why. I don't really have a Pringles dick. I just keep my dick inside. I keep, I keep my, my dick, dick inside a Pringles can because it keeps my penis safe and dry. <laughs> People call me Pringles Pringles dick, but I never really found out. No, I never found out. I never really found out why. It's really satisfying. We have a deep abiding passion for for making up songs. We were talking uh, weeks ago about how we miss golfing. We were golfing nine holes. That makes it sound like a bunch of rich twats. But no, it's that, it's that shitty one in uh, it's Outwater a, Village. Par three yeah. cars that cost five bucks. Everyone should go golfing. Or, you know, it's a good exercise, whatever. I'm not going to sell it. Fuck you. I am a, ri- <laughs> I, I am a rich twat. I was golfing with Jeff, and we, we spent all nine holes the entire time, which takes like, what, an hour and a half or something. Like, like we, we got For obsessed. Us, yeah. I, was, I was like, we got to, I started, started singing the night court theme, which is like, <laughs> Uh, blah, blah, blah. A lot of you will be lost by this because you know you didn't have that you don't have that night court theme like locked in your head. But it took we started I started like riffing lyrics to it and uh, and then we got obsessed. It's like we gotta fucking syllabically like lock it. It's this perfect Rubik's cube. Like it's gotta it, it has to sound exactly like the theme to Night Court's lyrics. That that if the producers of Night Court heard it, they would go, "That's it. That's perfect." Is like, anybody nothing hear, ironic? Does nothing. anybody here know? Is it, can anyone think of the Night Court theme? Is it? Is it, is it yeah. Do you, I mean? Do you have it clear Just, in your head? Four, nah, so we, we, was, that was our challenge. Was we have to come up with night court lyrics that are perfect, 
uh, that, like that, that match it syllabically perfect, that are tight, no fucking ums, you know, playing like syllabic games where you're like, you know, no repeating words just to fill in a syllable. But also, like, it had to pass muster with the producers of Night Court in our head. Right. I think if, if you and I stay friends to, uh, till the day we both are dead... Uh, we'll never well, write a more perfect song. And also, I, I think that was the, the, the acme of our friendship. I think you and I have never been closer. <laughs> We've uh, never been more productive. We've never been more joyful. We've never been more on the same team. So I'd like to present to you my theme from Nightcore because I can't say all that and then you, not do it. Yeah, you, you say <clears throat> Days. <laughs> Sorry. Me, 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 me. Days in the courtroom aren't much fun. <laughs> Come to the night court, everyone. <laughs> Your frown's on trial. Approach my smile. I sentence you to stay a while. And we were like just jumping up and down oh, yeah. on the ninth hole. Like we did it. We did it. We, we did it. Did it. We did it. And it's like that video game that you know, no one can understand. Your mom comes in and goes, "Why are you getting so frustrated by this thing? Why don't you just cheat or stop playing? Then you'd win." And you got you don't understand, mom. Like it's I gotta I gotta collect all my cactus coins. Um, made it up. That's not a reference. There's no game out there with cactus coins. There was, there was the, the 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 putt one, the too much pepper one too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too much pepper. Yeah, I, I hit a putt. Uh, it was too. I hit it way, way f uh, farther past the hole than I originally was, and I went too much pepper on the pussy. <laughs> and it, that's, that's that's all I had. I, I just said that, and there were, I think there was families on on, on, on the the, uh, the adjacent holes. And, and I uh, said not enough salt on the balls. <laughs> And, and then we spent the next hour had, trying to finish the song. Yeah, but by the eighth hole, we had Mama's in the kitchen making titties too, and Daddy's, Daddy's making, making business calls. calls. Uh, it took us a long time. I was I was golfing on that same course that Pitch and Putt and Bell, uh, and we're all terrible. Uh, but I hit a ball. And it was just just the worst shot, and I yelled uh, the c word while we're at it. I just went. And I look over, and there's a father on a green, right, like, 20 yards away from me with two, like, young boys. <laughs> just, like, staring at me. The boys don't know what it is, but the father was giving me a look like, what are you doing? And I went, I can't go! <laughs> I was up all night in the wizard sleeve! <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. All right. Well, well, good save. Yeah, he, he, did, he didn't buy it for a second. Uh, I sacrificed my entire literary career, uh, as in books, by doing this, by telling you this, because there's a very good chance that the guy I had a conversation with on the phone today, uh, who who would 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 have been if it weren't for me telling you this uh, on a podcast. Uh, he would have been my literary agent. He would have ensured maybe he would have maybe introduced me to book publishers. And now he'll hear this and go, "Why are you making fun of me and your thing?" And fuck you. But I have to, I have to tell you this quote. Like I, he said it, and I couldn't hear the next eight things he said. I just, I was like, I, I'm getting this exactly right because it's amazing what you just said. Um, uh, and, and 
I don't. I, I will preface it by saying if he is listening, like it's not. I not like I think that you're an asshole or stupid or anything. It's just what you said was fucking amazing and had to be put under glass, like the uh, the Declaration of Independence. Only it's a declaration of meaninglessness. Uh, was this he, a, pre- a prepared statement that you, that you? Think no, no. He, said he was just people? finding words. He's just talking. He's just talking, and it's just amazing how what the human brain can come up with when you're just talking. He because he, he was explaining the current market out there. I was explaining like what kind of books I would write if I could write a book, like and what, what, whether or not what what idea what kind of idea would be more sellable than another. And he was explaining the book market place to me, and and he said, you know, uh, we're living in a world of uh, extreme caution. Except in cases where caution goes out the window, in which case things can become quite reckless. <laughs> that is the the uh, literary market in a nutshell. <laughs> you got it. I make up words when I'm talking Cause I don't know what to say I'm gonna string some thoughts together And they, they might come out gay But I don't mean homosexual I don't want to offend anyone I'm, I mean gay like it was retarded uh, There I go again There you go again <laughs> Uh, by the way, it was, uh, my sister's retarded. So, cha-ching. A, c- a comedic cha-ching. Uh, now, was there a discussion after he said that? Did you, uh, did you, you mean, that? Did, no, I was just... Maybe he heard my thumbs rattling on my iPhone. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Whatever you were saying. He was probably telling me the cure for cancer. And I was like, get me get this right before it seeps out of my 39-year-old brain. Uh, Fred Willard, much? I, 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 I was out of town. I missed the news. I only Well, no one was there. Or he wouldn't have done it. What do you mean you were out of town? We were all I'm out just, of town. I'm just saying I had nothing to do with it. Uh, it, I, no, I, I, I'm saying I, I was not around a TV or a newspaper or anything. So. I only bring it up because I want to talk about how insane it is that people are still bothering to arrest people. That's, I've, like, we, what were the details if, of the actual if, case? If you don't think that... Like, like, the point... <laughs> If anyone's buying admission to your porno theater, they're obviously just a pre-internet person that wants to jerk off. Leave them alone. Why? I, thought, I mean, the, never... the idea. Okay, here's the thing. If there's a law, if there's a statute, if there's a by- bylaw uh, regarding what we do with our penises in public, uh, it's pro- it's probably well founded in some in some pre-internet history, though. Like the idea behind the first person to say, "Oh, you can't jerk off in a movie theater." Um, the the it was a leprechaun. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was Sheriff O Johnson. The idea of that was like, oh, these mu- these movie theaters are so new, and the women's titties are so big on the screen. Everyone wants to just jerk off everywhere. If we don't put a cork in this, it's going to spread to the streets. That's not a risk anymore. Those are like elephant graveyards. Those are the only thing that's going to happen in there is a couple people that are left that don't have laptops uh, just like jerking off. Who cares? I, I've never been Leave in, them alone. I've never been inside one of those establishments, but it seems to me that like, if I walked in there, I would see five or six guys jerking off. I, I mean, would assume, yeah. Why are you getting so high-voiced about it, man? They're not entitled to it, but don't get out a flashlight. <laughs> what do you think you're gonna find out is happening? What is that? What are you looking for? A guy?
guy writing his thesis? What are you trying to dig up in a fucking, like, look at the business you're engaged in. Has, it's has terrible. It, has it been proven? I mean, it, it, I don't know anything. I, I, I'm basically, I'm like one of these comics. I'm just, I just heard a thing in the lobby and I'm, yeah. No idea what actually. What, what I do know is that I, apparently uh, the only way it came to my attention was on Twitter and everybody coming to his rescue. Like, nobody. Yeah, nobody least, wants to fuck with Fred Willard. He's yeah, hilarious. He's I was, hilarious. And also, like, there's a victimless crime for guys. Like, 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 more than a, even more than a victimless crime, he was making at least one person happy if he was doing it. Like, 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 we need more of that. Uh, like, like, go pick on somebody who's doing something wrong to anybody. Uh, <sighs> Anyways, I'm probably what I'm probably doing is is contributing to the problem because it probably the story probably you know like I'm probably like, I didn't actually research it I didn't like but then again if I did all I'd be reading is a bunch of you know I I I, I was I was acquainted with this process there's a uh, uh, there's a there's a uh, Chinese telephone that happens online and now I'll be qu quoted as saying that Chinese people are bad uh, and <laughs> bad at making telephones uh, there's a there's a you know like you know it's like the blogs they like they just quote each other now they just like they they don't they're gone are the days of like confirming things like talking to three different sources independently there's no Citations. journalism left there's just like this just in uh something is just in over there uh and it's it can get pretty fucking nuts pretty fast so for all i know fred willard uh uh did absolutely nothing he probably ate ate a piece of popcorn and uh i don't but i don't I, I, on the off chance that he was jerking off i also am on his side i would say like if, if i saw fred willard or me or you or anybody in this room walking into one of those theaters at, you know 2 p.m I would think that person's gonna go jerk off. I think, I th and right? if it was Fred Willard, I'd offer to let him come on my face. <laughs> now, we're, he's, now we're getting some. Because he's amazing, and he's like, <laughs> whatever. Like, <sighs> jerking off. It's a monkeys do it. They do it with frogs' mouths. You know <laughs> Let's not talk about what's it. That one, what's that one monkey where everyone's just fucking everybody? Like it's 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 straight. It's gay. It's like it's. Uh, oh, the bonobo chimp, our closest genetic relative. The bonobo uh, chimpanzee, like for a long time, like scientists just they d ignored the fact that the bonobo chimp, out of all the, all the varieties of chimps, chimps are 99%, you know, identical to us genetically. Uh, the bonobo chimp is 99 point something. It's like, it's as close as you can get to human while staying a chimpanzee. Uh, it's our closest relative. And they do nothing but fucking jerk off. And the, 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 they, they have incest. They have gang bangs. They, 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 they have like gang wars. And then they settle the gang disputes by everybody fucking each other. <laughs> Sisters and brothers and moms and uncles and fucking. And if you got nothing to do, you're just jerking it. Like, these are, these are horrible. Like, like, like by our standards. Standards. It's like this is this is why the human race needs to give itself a break. Like we didn't invent anything that makes us unseemly. We didn't invent assassination, lying, war, anything. We the only thing that makes humans different from all of our primate cousins is compassion. That's the one thing that we bring to the table that's brand new. We bring the concept that we actually kind of like each other and would even sometimes take a bullet for each other. That's that's our thing. That's what humanity is. Uh, 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 all the stuff that we think is like a original sin and like all this stuff like it was invented by like like squirrel creatures that came before us they started lying to each other with their faces uh, the first thing that happened is things that were climbing in trees these mammals uh, they developed stereoscopic color vision because it helped them number one climb jump from branch to branch so you like our, our eyes face forward like 3d so you can see in 3d so you can unlike dogs and turtles and shit you can you can you have depth perception 
direction. So you can jump from a branch to a branch. Then the other thing is, meanwhile, color vision. Why? Fruit. So you can tell the fruit's rotten or what the good stuff is. Uh, uh, so with all of that, then the hair starts falling away from the face because what's happening at the same time is socially, sexually, politically, these, these, these primates, as they became, they start uh, communicating with each other with these new pieces of equipment, these state-of-the-art eyes that can see in vivid color and just like maximum resolution. Uh, and, and, and so the hair comes away from the face and our musculature in our faces becomes incredibly overdeveloped so we can make all these weird faces way before we could talk, way before we could do any of that. We were lying to each other by like winking and like, like squinting and smiling. And so the, these little like squirrel-like creatures, even before they were monkeys, they were like starting to do that shit. Like there's like, the, 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 there's the, you know, you can, you can leverage your fellow primate by going, uh, uh, hey, that guy likes you over there. Not as much as she does. She says weird shit about you, but I don't agree. <laughs> like, everyone's fucking with each other because it means the difference between life and death. Um, and, and they invented that shit, not us. We inherited it. We don't have to be bad people to each other. It's a, humanity does not give itself a break. Um, uh, <clears throat> speaking of breaks... Uh, some of you may, be, may have been here two weeks ago when my lovely girlfriend, the love of my life, Erin McGathy, was a guest uh, comptroller. Um, you can applaud for her, I guess, but now that, that means nothing now that I asked you to. Uh, I don't have her back or anything. <laughs> if you guys ask me to, I'll sell her out in a second. Erin uh, is uh, funnier than me, smarter than me. Uh, 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 don't, don't hold that against her or anything, and don't, don't, don't try to prove that that's not the case. But uh, she and Jeff, like, very like beta fish, you know. They both love me very much, and uh, uh, one of their one of their primary points of contention is uh, uh, we like to have game nights, <laughs> and Aaron likes to explain and run games. So some of you even in this audience have been back to my place, Danadu, um, where we'll, we'll play like catchphrase or apples to apples or celebrity. Aaron. Thankfully, because I don't want to do it, she always steps up and wants to control the game. Uh, Jeff and her had a had an evening once where it was very uncomfortable for me, and that's what matters. Where Jeff, Aaron, Aaron was trying to explain the game of catchphrase for forty-five minutes, <laughs> and then a, a conservatively forty minutes, and then, forty minutes, and then Jeff, had to pee. There were people, people were peeing their pants. And then Jeff, after we gave up, because there was a, people were like, can we just drink and have a fun time? We were like, yeah, let's do it. And then Jeff, as a big fan of efficiency, explained how to Aaron privately in the corner of the party how badly she had done explaining the game for two hours. Not true. Not true. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of subjectivity. No, it's, like, it's not true. Anyway, so the, the, the important, the objective I was truth. Keep, I was going to keep saying it until the behavior changed. <laughs> the objective truth is that there was a little tender spot there. It was an event. Uh, 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 you know. Aaron has a great desire to get up and, uh, and, and run a game night, which is great. You, you need someone to do that. If, you, if you're game playing people, People like let's, let's all play catchphrase. Let's play apples to apples. Let's play the, the Leonard Malton uh, movie game. Let's do that. Um, I'd, I'd say get on with it. You know, I would say at some point let's start playing the fucking thing. But uh, I mean, this this was like Nicholas Nickleby, man. It was like it was like it was an act. It was an eight act play of, of how to play a game. And our friend David Butler leans over and goes, "So it's like uh, it's like twenty thousand dollar pyramid, except you can't use your hands." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> 
Aaron's I, 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 on. I, 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 no, no, no. So I have made my stance on Aaron's love of uh, gameplay versus the incredible deficit between her ability to do it uh, functionally. I, I, I've gone on record. I've been very candid about it. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, play a new segment in Harmontown. I, uh, she, she, she proposed, let's do a segment. We don't know anything about it other than its title. It's called Aaron McGathy's Game Corner. Wait, do you want to do you want to do you want to pick a theme uh, song or anything? Okay, uh, let me see what I got. Say it again. It's called Aaron McGathy's Dream Corner. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll take that. Again. We'll take it again. We'll take right. it again. It's called Aaron McGathy's Game Corner. <laughs> Thanks for that intro, guys. Super supportive. Uh, really nice. Just try to, we're just trying to help. This isn't supposed to be a bit about how I'm bad at explaining games. Speed it up. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah. Welcome to Aaron McGethy's Game Quarter. <laughs> Corner. Uh, the two players in tonight's game are Dan Harmon and Jeff Davis. If we can have them sit in the McGathy Game Corner seats. <laughs> Uh, the game tonight is uh, the Anthony game. The Anthony, the Anthony game. game. Everyone loves it. Everyone plays it all the time. The Anthony game. Uh, is there an Anthony in the audience who I interviewed earlier? Yeah. All right, Anthony, come on down. Let's give a round of applause for Anthony. All right. Also, is there anybody uh, precocious and in need of some st stage time right now? Just raise your hand. Uh, green shirt. You got a smiley face on it. You look. You. That's yep. the guy that gave the thumbs down to Dumbledore. <laughs> All right, come on down. We can go ahead and start right here. Um, all right, wh what is your name, smiley face? Justin. Justin. All right, tonight's game is the Anthony game. Uh, before the show, I walked out and I saw Anthony in line and I interviewed him about his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the two of you are going to uh, guess, uh, you're going to answer questions about Anthony's life. The first person to 15 points wins. <laughs> Wins the Mick Trophy. Because my last name is McGathy. The Mick Trophy. The Mick Trophy. There are four different categories that you can choose from question wise love, childhood, personality, and wild. <laughs> uh, Anthony, uh, before we get started, can you uh, tell Jeff and Dan, uh, what, do you, what do you do, Anthony? Uh, I'm a PA. You're a PA? Are you a PA for, for anything right now? Uh, no, not right now. I uh, mainly work in post-production. Great. And what's your favorite sound effect? My favorite sound effect? Just um, do it. <laughs> I like the slide whistle, but I guess... Let's hear what it sounds like. <laughs> Perfect. All right. That's all you get to know about Anthony. <laughs> yeah, all right. Welcome to the Anthony game. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> So, Jeff, you're going first. You can choose from the category love, childhood, personality, or wild. Love. Anthony and his girlfriend have been dating for a... False. <laughs> uh, 
15 points? <laughs> ah, you're a real hero. Anthony and his girlfriend have been dating for A, one year, B, one month, C, he does not currently have a girlfriend. I hate to dogpile. <laughs> I'm going to go with C. That is correct. He does not currently have a girlfriend. One point on the board for Jeff Davis. <laughs> oh, that's, it's, your best years are ahead of you. All right, Dan Harmon. I hope so. You may choose from the categories love, childhood, personality, or wild. Personality. Personality. <laughs> Before the show, Anthony described himself as one of the four seasons. <laughs> well, well he's spring, lying. He's white. Summer. <laughs> Or fall. Not, not, not the band. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, 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 they're, they're all white. Oh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the four tops. <laughs> I got him confused. He's Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. <laughs> which, which of the four seasons, <laughs> winter, spring, summer, or fall, did Anthony describe himself as? Definitely fall. That is. Correct. Mm. He, he, he's wearing well. autumnal uh, colors. Even he actually has the like the fall foliage colors. And his and his eyes are dying. <laughs> like, like like once beautiful leaves, like they're they're yeah, they're they're turning. He's 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 falling into Anthony Gay. <laughs> All right. The game where Anthony gets made fun of. Jeff Bryan. There Davis. will only be one loser. <laughs> <laughs> There better be a cash prize for him, by the way. I, I, yeah, I'll give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff. Here we go. Love, childhood, personality, wild. Wild. Uh, wild. <sighs> Anthony has A, never broken a bone, or B, never broken a sweat because he has a sweat gland disorder. <laughs> hey. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, love, childhood, personality, wild. Love. Love. His least favorite thing, Anthony's least favorite thing about women, uh, his pet peeve with women. Wizard. dates. <laughs> is A, that they're overly controlling. <laughs> B, that they're overly sensitive. Or C, that they're overly slutty bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna this is so not time for you to grind your axes, sir. A guy yelling out, "See, by hook or by crook." Uh, he seems like a good kid. So, uh, okay, sensitive or, or 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 controlling. Sensitive or controlling. Well, his biggest complaint about women would be, uh, he, he would. I, I would say a a controlling, controlling. Anthony. It's B. Sensitive. Fuck. I'm sensitive. God sensitive. damn it! And it's it's extra like. Whenever we don't get one right, it's like, it's like oh shit, another question. Like, 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 <laughs> that just added seven minutes to the show. Get them right. right. Let's fuck it. We should start conferring together. We're going to open up to the crowd. We're going to get and the, now, the 10 point round. We enter the lightning round. <laughs> 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 
during the lightning round. Anthony's favorite part of the woman's body is Tips. A, boobs, B, Legs. butt, C, back, uh, D, the top softest part of their head. Legs, legs, legs. Wait, that wasn't tits. an option. Back, tits. Back, Jeff, back Jeff has the, the back of the tits. It's back, it's back. It's, it's, back. it's called the lungs. Anthony's celebrity crush. You have to wait until the end of the question. Jennifer Aniston. Is A, Emma Watson, B, Kate Blanchett, C, Kira Knightley. Go. Kira Knightley. Watson. Yes. Dan is correct. It's Emma Watson. Uh, Anthony, Drew, Anthony huh? was born in Denver, raised in A, Miami, B, Boston, C, New Orleans, D, Modesto, E, Cleveland. Jesus Christ. <laughs> D, D, F, A, B, C, You have to say D, the F, city. Modesto, Miami, Boston. There are other ones. <laughs> you said everyone. Miami, Boston, New Orleans, New Orleans, Modesto, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes, Jeff is cr- uh, correct. Christ. This game has loopholes, Dan. There's loopholes. <laughs> you can Anthony's just say favorite, them all. You can just say them Anthony's all. Anthony's favorite... Uh, Remember them all and say them in order. <laughs> that, that one was hard because there was 11. Uh, that, 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 that kind of threw us. Um, the human brain remembers seven things. When Jeff does this, he A, hurts my feelings, uh, B, makes me feel bad about myself, C, makes me feel insecure. All uh, the above. <laughs> all right, here we go. Childhood. Anthony, we're, we're all very, we're friends. I know. Okay, all right. All right, Anthony's favorite show. I'm just making fun of you. <laughs> That's fine. Mm. <laughs> like your, your, your bit implies that you would, you would actually prefer if we were very stoic and took it no. off. Fucking horrible. Play the game, Harmon. <laughs> like, you don't want us to take this seriously. No, I, d- I, I don't. Maybe my part of the bit is that I'm reacting to what you're oh, okay, doing. Okay, all right. We're all yes-anding each other. Yeah. Wow, it's like Inception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite movie. Cool. All right. Uh, when Dan and I have sex, he A, makes me wear a tie, B, makes me wear a suit, C, makes me cut my hair and gel it, D, makes me com- pretend that I'm controlling a show. <laughs> no laugh. I'm sorry. That was a bad. All right. Uh, Dustin, edit that out. Um, all right, here we go. His Dustin, uh, Anthony's favorite. Leave it in. <laughs> that stays in the fucking cut. I'm really sorry. We're halfway done, you guys. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil is coming out at the break. <laughs> Anthony's favorite show as a child was A, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, B. Shira, C. Simpsons, B. The New Kids on the Block cartoon show. Simpsons. New Kids on the Block Simpsons cartoon show. Cracked. She-Ra. Simpsons is correct. He's not old. He's not old enough for Shira. You dumb asshole. All right, the first person to also, describe. He... Sorry, Anthony's sibling situation. Like how many brothers Hot. and sisters? <laughs> Suicide. Will they? Won't they? Abject shame. I made up a new word that's all, it's a compound word. Abject shame. <laughs> uh, I'll take the answer hot. Who said hot? Me. So I've got 14 points right now. All right. Uh, final question. Final. We're, we're, we're tied at 14, right? Final I'm question. I'm not good at math, but I'm pretty sure we're tied. Justin? This is the final question. It's worth 80 points. There we go. That's the stuff. <clears throat> Was he brought up a Methodist? B, Baptist, C, Catholic, D, Pentecostal. I know this. (laughs) (laughs) My vote, D. 
What? Pentecostal. <laughs> because I know one other person from Cleveland. He was Pentecostal. I'm going Pentecostal as well. <laughs> okay, well yeah. That is incorrect. I'll give you another chance to <laughs> pick your answer. Presbyterian. No, Methodist. What was the hell? <laughs> Baptist. No. Nope. I'll say Methodist. I'll say Baptist. Methodist. Catholic. Yes, Catholic. We did it. All right, final score. Justin, here, let me get you on the mic. Got a final score. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, final score was uh, Dan, four, and Jeff, uh, 30 million and 11. <laughs> Let's hear it for our scorekeeper, thank Justin. Let's hear it for Justin. Thank for you, Anthony. Anthony, for enduring all of the, uh, the scrutiny. And also for Aaron McGathy. Aaron McGathy's Game Corner. You wear underwear every day, at least most of us do. It's time to try something better. MeUndies has created the world's most comfortable underwear with a blend of fabric that's three times more soft and more delicious than cotton. When you feel awesome from the inside out, you look awesome from the outside in. When you upgrade your undies game, everyone wins. Life feels better in MeUndies. MeUndies is made from Modal, a fabric that's three times softer than cotton and loved by Dan's dog, Nigel. MeUndies has tons of colors and patterns from classic to bold to adventurous, and they're the only brand with matching pairs for men and women. And all orders in the U.S. and Canada ship for free, so if anything eats your underwear, you can get them instantly, no problem, no hassle. And if you don't love your first pair, and you will, MeUndies will pay you back and you can keep it for free. No questions asked. Feed your dogs. I just got my pair in the mail, and it's amazing. I'd be wearing it right now if Nigel didn't bite a hole in the ass. That's why I subscribe, but you could also just save additional savings by purchasing in bulk. Make sure you go to MeUndies.com slash Harmontown to get 20% off your first order, and make sure to use that link, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, so they know we sent you. All right, wear underwear, do it. Give it to your dogs. Everyone's happy. Anthony, I'm giving you a crisp uh, 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 one day of uh, PA pay. Uh -huh, uh, yes. Well, that was fucking rough on him. That was rough. Yeah. Well, yeah, Anthony wants to say something. I think he's entitled. Uh, I think that's the best version of a game show about my life that there could be. <laughs> Jeff just matched the hundred, so Anthony walked away two hundred dollars richer and just a, an irreplaceable piece of his soul. Shy. Uh, I'm sure that's. If you like money. I I, I uh, uh, did anyone else in here sympathize most with me? Because <laughs> really, put yourself in my shoes. Cares whether she's good or bad, or whether he's I, right I, or wrong. I, I, what about me? <laughs> Put yourself in my shoes, in the sitcom of my life. These two going at each other. Uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a rough life for me. This is happening to me. I think I think she's fantastic. I th I think you're fantastic too, Jeff. <sighs> I wish you two would just fucking get it over with. <laughs> I think she thinks the same thing about us, and, uh... <laughs> now, Dan, I know that we, uh, we might have drifted kind of far afield, but uh, tonight we announced that the, uh, the topic tonight... Was technology. Was technology. So, so let's roll into these technology Dan questions. Dan Harmon, as, as, as a dutiful mayor of Harmontown, went amongst the, uh, the attendees here, the loyal Harmenians, and went out and asked people yeah. uh, technology questions. I pulled a few out of the, uh, 
out, out of the uh, the bucket here. Would you like me to uh, to crack this off, Dan? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, crack well, it, crack I, I, it. In no particular order. Let's do. Um... By the way, tonight's tonight's question round is brought to you by a sponsor. This is what Jeff and I have decided we're going to do. We're gonna we're gonna break the mold with sponsorship. Like we're not gonna just do the Adam and Eve spot that you hear on other podcasts. There's like a couple of people who are financing podcasts right now. We're in the early days of this new medium, and what's happening is these these you know there's a couple of sponsors that are kind of bankrolling everybody. We have overhead. You saw us give a couple of uh, hundreds to uh, Anthony. Just just threw it at him. Just fucking ah, destroyed your soul. Here's a, have a hundred, kid. <laughs> We got that kind of overhead, so we're going to hold out. We're not going to do spots for sex toys or whatever you hear, like, on This Feels Terrible or any of those podcasts. <laughs> or Mark Marin. Uh, coming come for you, bro. <laughs> we want the big ones. We're going to pioneer. I want Nike. Okay, right. and the way we're going to get Nike isn't going to be by going hat in hand. We're going to do spots for free for fucking Adidas <laughs> until Nike begs for mercy. <laughs> You hear that, Nike? Yeah, you, you fuck faces. Yeah, you know what, Dan? You give us our fucking money, or we're gonna keep promoting Adidas, you pieces of shit. Dan, the tables are turned. Dan, inward. I, I've owned. I, I own both Nike and Adidas. I'm wearing Adidas because those Nike people, they just won't fucking pick up the phone. They don't give a shit what people think. George Bush and Nike don't give a shit about black people. <laughs> Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, uh, Adidas. I think they helped in Katrina. They did. I think I I I, I, don't, I didn't do they any flew, research, they, but I'm pretty they, sure Adidas they, flew in a giant shoe and everybody got in it. I'm pretty sure Adidas loves everyone of all colors, and I, I I'm wearing the shoes to prove it. So this run is brought to you by Adidas, oh. Nike. Uh, Harmon, uh, let's see here. Um, I like TV. I like the internet. Someone uh, uh, posits. Uh, does internet hurt TV overall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. No, a, Shit. A... <laughs> you see, Aaron, it can be done. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, There's a lot of robot questions. I want to get to some robot questions here. Uh, well, here's one I, I, that I, I, I liked a lot. Is the singularity nigh? And if so, how will it affect my sex life? Be as specific as possible. <laughs> is, is this the physical singularity, the possible of all mass and matter in the universe recoalescing into one, into one infinitely small, infinitely dense point? That, that's the opposite of the Big Bang, right? No, is that what? Wait, so come up, come up here, sir. Come up here. Tell us what the singularity is. Just uh, uh, is, this, our, is it a sitcom? No. I just watched uh, Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles and they defined it. Oh. <laughs> and robots Here we go. become so smart that they can replicate themselves with smarter versions no. of robots. No. That's that, what they said. Yeah. All right, all right. Now we're good. Is, is that, can I get a second nerd pinion? <laughs> All right, you come on. This guy's got he's got a shirt on that says "God is a Moog." <laughs> You're not a musician. It's okay. So technological singularity when uh, technology becomes so advanced that it exceeds human intelligence. Well, oh. like Skynet. Yeah, like Skynet. He kind of okay. All right, you guys are not enemies of each other, and 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 and. and, and 
when the singularity does come, they're going to drive a wedge between you. you you're going to be in the same trench using dogs to detect rubber people. Uh, get along. Raise your standards. Uh, lower them, I mean. I, all right. Uh, no, the singularity is not nigh. Uh, because of capitalism. Uh, you can't make a fucking flash drive that works on two computers uh, in the same day. We are a long ways. We have to have a complete societal collapse before we're able to make technology that actually functions uh, in a cohesive way. Uh, we're still trying to figure out. We're, we're all caught up. We have so much We have so much technology right now. We could make anything we wanted. We have the technology to make like a robot dude that would walk around and high-five everybody. <laughs> like We just can't do it because the Sony says, well, it should have a memory stick in it. <laughs> and then Microsoft is going, I think it should have a micro uh, bead. <laughs> All right, Harmon, uh, here's another question. What fictional piece of technology would you most like to see in real life? For example, hoverboards, they say. Like, what fictional piece of technology would you like to see in real life? Right, right, right. Oh, that's great. That's fucking great. That's, that's so great it'll destroy the show because I have to think about it so long. It's like asking a fat kid what kind of hot dog... <laughs> Because I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with wizard sleeve. <laughs> hey, that exists, man. It's right down the street. Uh, I, I I'm torn between I, I I want I I mean I want okay. Oh, I want um, I want virtual reality on a level where the video games are just like like holodeck, holodeck, F fictional reality. I want holodeck. I want I want to be able to I want to be able to simulate fictional realities. That's the that's the fictional science that I want uh, more than anything. Because teleportation, like all you're going to be able to do is go to Afghanistan really fast. It's still shitty there. <laughs> Uh, you know, I want I want video games to be so good that I don't care that Af Afghani's are uh, outside my door. <laughs> very upset. Uh, I, I want to spend the last years of my life uh, pretending I'm Sherlock Holmes, uh, solving the case of the missing pussy. <laughs> Easiest case to solve in my version. I'm knee deep in it. Elementary, my dear Watson. Dan, what rights? Dan, what rights do robots have? Uh, three. Uh, <laughs> uh, robots don't—they uh, don't have rights. We can't. Uh, this is a popular thing in fictional. Yeah, it's like we we look forward to this day as a singularity issue too. We're gonna eventually create life. This is what humans do. The mythology, I think, is very interesting. I believe. I think Joseph Campbell kind of hinted at this. Props, Joey. Uh, I read a book. Uh, one of the one of Joseph Campbell's books. He 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 referred to the uh, lock and tumbler type of uh, uh, of uh, instinct. There's an, there's another type of instinct, which is an open ended instinct. And uh, an example of that is a, a species of, uh, of of moth that they studied, where uh, the, they noticed that the uh, female of the species had a had a certain shade uh, color of their wings, and the males like preferred the the ladies that had a, a darker shade. So they made an unreasonably dark winged moth uh, that was like just a fake moth, a Jessica Rabbit moth. 
and the male moths wouldn't even at the at the at the detriment of their own species. Like you could put a real live moth in a cage with this other moth, and you just put this fake ass Jessica Rabbit moth in there, and the mo- the male moth would just like hump this fucking piece of cardboard because it was darker, even though it wasn't even possible for it to exist. So Campbell refers to this open ended instinct. It's like so, some some organisms are capable of thinking. Um, uh, oh, here's a great example of lock and tumbler, just to just to contrast it more. I find this shit so fascinating. The chicks, baby chicks. Um, there's a species of uh, of like hawk that fly over chicken coops. Um, the the uh, the uh, the chicks like when they see its silhouette in the sky, they'll head for cover. And they but they ran they they they, t- they made a model of a hawk and they ran it over the chicken coop. The chicks run for cover and then they ran it over backwards and the chicks didn't run for cover because it wasn't the exact image that the chick needs to see to make it run for cover. It was flying backwards. Even a newborn chick. Just born with a script that it was running. And if it doesn't fit the cue exactly, then the chick doesn't engage in the behavior instinctively. Contrast that with the moth that wants to fuck the darker chick the better. Okay? So humanity's mythology is an open-ended instinct for the behavior that we want to emulate. We have a blueprint on our nervous system. We know the qualities that a perfect being possesses. Our gods are the things that we want to become. We know that our job is to cheat death. We know that it's to populate the universe. We know that we need to create life. And look at what we do to ourselves in the pursuit of perfection. And our perfection has nothing to do with ourselves. We kill ourselves. We literally kill each other and ourselves. A plane goes down and we don't make planes illegal. We go, ah, 500 people. Fuck it. I hope tomorrow's better. But we got to fucking do some shit. We got to get on the moon. We, we have an open-ended instinct for perfecting ourselves. And one of those things is we are absolutely obsessed, obsessed with, you see, you Google it and there's just like these Japanese robot legs, like, like ah, we almost got it, we almost got it, we can make a thinking, fucking weird thing go up the stairs and it unsettles us and we go, we're almost there! Like, we want to make people. We want to make ourselves and we will do it. We're going to fuck ourselves over. They're going to murder us. They will. That's the singularity. I didn't know there was a word for it, but they're going to fucking kill us because they're going to be better than us and we're going to be happy to die. Uh, so, so, somebody told me once that it was Stephen Notley, the uh, uh, creator of Bob the Angry Flower, my, well, the only Canadian I've ever liked. Um, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna cost me a couple of listeners. Take, take that, North America. <laughs> Uh, take that half of the English-speaking continent. <laughs> yeah. um, the, 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 no, but, uh, uh, he, 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 and I like we were talking science one night. And he's a he's a he's a huge awesome nerd, and he uh, he was talking about this thing that he read about the idea that information is the only thing that's evolving, and that humans are the patsy that 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 genetically passed information like humans humans inventing computers represents uh, us passing on the, the the ability to store more information in a more compact space than the universe was able to assemble on its own using just these kind of molecules that, that are in our in our cells we've gotten to the point where you know these cells in our bodies are just these little computers and they're, they're tightly coiled like little x and y chromosomes knotted ropes wrapped around each other compressed so hard and when they have to reproduce they unravel and they're like a million 
million miles long and they're just like tangled up because that's that's a, that's a, that's the technology you're limited to if you haven't invented computers yet and you can't make a computer out of a big bang you can only make a bunch of molecules run into each other so we represent the cutting edge we are the apple laptop of of biological information storage and we are now what are we doing what are we obsessed with to the to the absolute exclusion of ourselves there are people starving in the streets we're stepping over them on our way to develop what technology we need to create ways to store more information than we can store and i really do if there's an unsettling feeling that once we do it, we're just going to be monkeys hanging out, and we're going to find out we've been had. Well, somebody asks here, Dan, is the technological revolution the beginning of the human evolution into cyborgs? <laughs> yes. That's how, that's how I'm talking. But, but they won't even look like cyborgs. It's just going to be this floating thing. And part of what, that's why I said earlier, humanity needs to give itself more credit. Where are we headed that's so fucking beautiful? Who do you hate? Your neighbor? Do you think he's racist? Do you think he's a pedophile? Do you think he's greedy? Do you think he, do you think he's mad at you? Do you think he's greedy? Uh, like, like, whatever he is, he's, he's just, at least he's human. He's not an ant yet. And like, like, like so much of what we try to do, it's like, it's the best intentions, but we police each other. We go, Daniel Tosh, don't make a rape joke. We caught you. Ah, I got you. It's fascism, and we're clamping down on each other as we enter this age of internet. Like everyone's saying shit in comedy clubs that they feel free to say, and then and then now it goes up on YouTube, and then everyone now you're entering this new Elizabethan age of like ah fuck you I caught you. Like we want to like put this like fucking clamp on each other. To what end? When are we gonna when are we gonna be perfect? And what is that perfection gonna resemble? We are gonna be fucked over. We gotta embrace the animal side of us. If we feel something, when we feel hatred. Like, 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 like we, we're, we're at least we're, there's something happening there that doesn't happen with giraffes, sharks, fucking uh, ants, and, and the, whatever this thing we're creating is. I, 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 we, we should, we should tread carefully. I said last week, I don't know if I, we made the final edit, but like, we need, we need a pro-human code because we are just this close. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make these things, and they're gonna be more important to us. And they're gonna, they're gonna. We need to be prepared to say to those things, "Fuck you. We're more important because we're stupid." We're ignorant. We're angry. We have hormones. We something's valuable about this, or or, or not. But that's the the side we need to be on. Uh, maybe maybe they are better than us. These things that we're going to create. Fuck them. Have you ever been jealous of someone? Fuck them. That's a human instinct. I'm jealous of you. I don't want you to succeed. I hate you. You're better than me. It's like it's like parents and their children. There's that, that incredible jealousy that some parents have over their. Yeah, children. we're going to make these things that are going to eat us up. Uh, in a certain sense, they're already doing it. You know, the devices, the things we carry in our pockets, they're, they're swallowing us up. They're, they're changing the way we have sex with each other. They're changing what we say to each other. And every time, what are we doing in the meantime, you know? But and we're all gathered around this big, giant fucking cyborg that we're going to build, and it's going to eat us. But what, that, that, that giant cyborg, whether he eats us or not, he will be wearing Adidas shoes, right? Yes! <laughs> That's thank you for getting to my point right. because 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 that cyborg will make the logical choice for comfortable footwear. <laughs> Nike. And until such time as I get a giant fucking check yeah. from an unnamed company, we're, we're gonna, I'm not going to change my position on that. Yeah. All right. Let's do. Uh, Dan, you want to pick an, uh, a number of words to answer so, uh, some questions I have in my hand right now? Do you want to limit yourself? This is, this is um, kind of. I like... say we leave it to one of the two black people in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed there's there. I I, didn't, I ignored you. Which either makes me less or more racist. I don't know. 
uh, two black Harmontownians in the front row. Uh, I say, uh, uh, we'll turn our attention to you, sir. What's your name? Uh, Antine. Antine? N T I. It's a cyborg. Cyborg. A cyborg. That's how they're gonna get us. That's what it is. The Skynet, of course, the first cyborgs will be black because we won't question them as much. If he's in a Starbucks, you're just happy to have him. <laughs> Makes you feel less guilty. You're not going like, to like corner him and ask him, why are you listening to that weird uh, modem sound? <laughs> You'll start listening to a modem sound. You fucking love it. It'll seem hip. All right, anyways. Uh, NT. Uh, NTI. NT. P- pick a number between uh, 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 two and six. Four. All right. Forward answers. Thank Four. you, NT. Forward answers. Thank you. Sorry, I'm racist. Sorry. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where should I go to survive the robot apocalypse of 2014? <sighs> Flagstaff, Arizona during Christmas. <laughs> That's not random. I'll explain it later. <laughs> what is... A swamp donkey. <laughs> part donkey, part swamp. <laughs> Should robot marriage be legal? <laughs> Only among consenting robots. <laughs> nice. Pen or techno pen? <laughs> Obviously, techno pen. N word. N word. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for coming, everybody. That's been Harmontown. We love you you all. Think music. (laughs) Olivia Newton, John, and (laughs) E.L. All right. Oh, we did it. Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, You were a joy. You were a fantastic audience. Wonderful. Tell that to the next audience, whatever you figured out. You guys are really great. Thank you so much for coming down. A couple of quick thank yous right now. I want to thank Katie Levine for doing our audio recording. Zach McKeever, our tech guy. Emily Gordon, producer for our live show. Danielle Kramer, program director. Dustin Marshall, our podcast producer. Mo Fathelbap, on-site director. And Jenny Fine, our fantastic artiste. Thank you so much for coming down. Also, thank everybody here at the uh, beautiful Nerd Melt Theater. I'm Jeff Davis, your controller. One more time for your mayor, Dan Harmon. government it is the mission of the national security agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security <laughs> the nsa has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary tapped incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the nsa now on feralaudio.com hello beautiful i'm amy Arrett, founder of madison reed a hair color company i named after my daughter one of the things i value most in life is time Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. 
In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.